Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I have some crazy, wonderful news. I have quite a few bits of news that I want to share with you guys, but I'll make them in separate episodes because uh, it could be like eight hours long of all of the things that happened yesterday. <laughs> um, so I just want to say that, um, number one, thank you guys for your constant support, encouragement, your emails, your gifts, your donations, your support, not only just your financial support, but your prayers and your cheerleading. Um, I love you all. Okay. Just, I love you all. And I thank you. So let me tell you what I think is, um, some really big accomplishments that happened on July 10th, 2019. You know, this is kind of like our um, Jen Lowry Wright's diary here. You get to live uh, through the pages of my diary and see what's happening in my crazy life. And I hope in some way I can inspire you to go out and go after your writing goals. Um, yesterday, I was in a, a holding place. So my cover designer... She was finishing up my cover. I was waiting for the final PDF files to be sent so that I could upload them on Ingram Spark. I was, you know, talking with people in the um, writing community. I was, you know, they were my author friends. We were texting back and forth. I was practicing for my interview, which I have today. So I'm dressed in a full business suit as I'm doing this. <laughs> Instead of pajamas, so imagine the pinstripe, the power gray pinstripe suit. Um, so, you know, I was doing so many things at once yesterday, but I was still in this place of holding. And uh, I was speaking with my stepson, and I was like, I was like, you know what, Romello, if I don't get this job, I've wasted four days of my life. And I was like, I can't do this. I've wasted four days. I have spent so much time learning about Hinduism and Buddhism and inductive and deductive arguments for this job interview that my writing went on hold to the point where I have this jumper series and these characters are jumping in my head 
and they are knocking on my brain to to headache formation, guys, that I need to start writing that book. But I knew that once I started the novel, it was going to, like, really take over. And so I planned to start it tomorrow. That's what was my goal. But Saturday, I have a speaking engagement at my church. So then I was like, gosh, if I start that tomorrow, I need to be in prayer all day on Friday in the Word of God, praying, because the Lord has given me what I'm going to speak about, being a light in the darkness, but I haven't made up the sheet yet. I haven't made up, I know the Bible verse, but I have not made up the sheet. And I'm like, okay, i got to prioritize, because what I want to do is lock myself up in my room and play 80s music and write. <laughs> Because this book is actually going to be set in the 1980s. And so, like, I, I really want to just write, write, write. But I'm like, no, I cannot do such a thing. Um, I have other responsibilities that I also love doing. So, yesterday, while I was in that little short period of waiting, and I was talking to Romello, I was like, I, I can't do this. I can't do a whole week without writing. And I wrote a song this week, which I love. It's called Kiss Me Like That. That is one of my favorite little country songs. Um, it's between Jamie and Graceland in my book. So it's for the book soundtrack. So I was productive in writing a song. But I was not productive in writing anything long extensive. I also wrote a 100-word love story to be submitted to the New York Times. Um, they're so cute. Um, I don't know if they'll pick it up, but it's mine and Eli's love story of how we met on Zoosk, and uh, we met on an online dating site, and so I submitted that. So um, that's another accomplishment I did this week as far as writing goes, but I still felt like I needed to do more. So yesterday, it just hit me strong in that waiting period. And I was just praying to the Lord, God, what could it be? What is it that I can do that could bring you glory, but that could help children, that could help youth? What is it? So, dear God, please take care of Rambo was born. And this is a letter that my son would write to God with questions that he would have about our dog, Rambo. Now, I'm going to try not to cry. I have a job interview today. And when I cry, I look all puffy-faced. But I don't know if anybody out there is listening has had a dog before or a cat or an animal that they've loved. How can you not have a dog and a cat and not love them? So, Zoe was a part of my life for 16 years. She was my sweet black cat, and I loved her dearly. I cannot tell you how much I love that cat. And when she passed away, it was just devastating for me. And I never wrote about Zoe. When Rambo came along, Rambo was there for Zoe and stayed with her while she was, you know, the day before she was passing. And, and he just knew, I think he just knew, Rambo was my English bulldog. And... Rambo was like a son to me. Like, seriously, I loved 
that dog. Like, I'm going to cry now. Okay, so I can't even go there. I had Rambo for six years of his life, and we treated him like a British king. You just do not know how much we love this dog. And he was a part of everything we did. Uh, I was very blessed to have an RV at the time, and I loved RVing because I would be able to take Rambo on all of our vacations, our three-week hunting trips into the woods. Rambo would be there. Um, Rambo um, was an ornery, feisty dog, and he was very possessive of me to the point where he would almost, like, attack my husband sometimes. (laughs) Like, seriously, like, um, I've got stories about my dog. I mean, I love this dog. You just do not know. So, Rambo was my English bulldog. And I do not have Photoshop. I've talked with my friend, too, this week. And she encouraged me, look, you get the discount. Get Photoshop. Teach yourself. Everybody knows that I love to learn things, right? You guys know that. And if I had Photoshop, I would be able to take Rambo. The pictures that I do have of him, they're blurry or he's moving or I'm a terrible photographer. (laughs) There's shadows everywhere. I don't even know if I'd be able to salvage the pictures anyway. But but, um, I did receive feedback from the book and they were one of the responses from one of the ladies that read it was, you need to take Rambo and put wings on Rambo. And I'm like... I wish I could do that. I can't. Um, But I did have an opportunity to find um, free use, commercial use, free images, attribution free. And I prayed over each one of these images. Would they fit? I'm going to talk with you about this process, about what I did. Um, I went to Pixabay. And I just started looking up angels, looking up dogs, looking up um, pictures that would come to me that would tell the story in my head. Now, having the story in my head was wonderful because I was able to be on that site and say, well, what, you know, what could this turn out to be? So when I found my Rambo, even though it's not an English bulldog, it is in, it's a French bulldog, I was still saying, okay, this is this does not have to be the exact Rambo. It could be anybody's dog. Um, and it's my son's favorite colors, black and red and white. So I'm like, this is the dog that is meant to be in my story. So... Every download that I did, I didn't worry about, is it in order or not? I looked up things British. I looked up um, animal spirits. Uh, I just, I looked up all kinds of things that I could imagine um, from the same artist, too, that would give me that same color feel. I gave that tip to a friend of mine that... um, is producing books, and I said, you know, try to stick with artistry that has the same vibe, the same color schemes, and so I took my own advice, and I did that, um, and I came up with 
my little book. Now, the book is not me. So, it's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, ten, fourteen. It's got fourteen pages in the book as far as um, this story goes. So, um, it's a short little book. I didn't want to make it any longer because it is a letter. It's not meant to be the novel. It is a letter from my son to God. And then I added, of course, the back matter pages, pictures of Rambo and Zoe and Sam and Zoe. I mean, Sam and Rambo. Um, I added a couple of pages where people could put in their pictures of their dogs. And I also did a Dear God letter paper. I did it about the author. And I made my back cover and my front cover. And I did all of this with a dedication, um, a Bible verse. I did um, the inside, the all the front matter as if I was doing my novel. And I have a completed book. And the total page count, if you're curious of what my, it's 26 pages for my children's book. And I have a complete story. And so I was really nervous about, well, what do I do with it? And so I wrote it in two hours. My son came down and he saw me crying. He's like, Mom, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm about to write a book. I, I was crying just as I was looking at the pictures because I was having these memories. And I was going through and, and getting all the pictures of Rambo. Um, and he sat down with me and he read, Dear God, please take care of Rambo. He was a good dog. He was my best friend. I think Rambo deserves his wings. I see him flying from cloud to cloud, talking with a British accent, and making everyone happy. He made me happy. Take care of him for me until I get there on one day. Love, Sam. And so I start crying again. He's crying. He says, I can't, Mama. I can't read your book. I can't read it anymore. That's enough for me. I love Rambo. I said, Baby, I know. And he walked away. And I know one day he'll be able to read the book. And I hope he'll laugh. And if he cries, it's okay. Because, you know, we miss him. And we miss things, you know, in our lives. But there's something about a special place for our family. And dogs become a part of our family. So, this is a book that would bring honor to every fur baby. And um, I think could really help a lot of families that could help children. And it's questions that my son would ask God. And it has some humor in it, too. Um, and it, um, and so I'm like, after I couldn't get him to beta read it, <laughs> I was like, well, what do I do? So I went to Facebook and I went to my writing group and I said, if there's anybody out there that has fur babies that would love to read this book, would you please give me your opinion? And I had quite a few responses from beta readers 
and they were all endearing, warm responses. Um, and it really warmed my heart to be able to see this because when you have something in your head and then you get it down on paper and you share it, you're vulnerable when you share. You're worried when you share. You you have you know you have this fear of you know what are people gonna say? Is it gonna be well received? And trust me when I say that I'm the first one that is intimidated to let anyone read my things because and I tell you guys this with all honesty because then I have to battle over that fear so that way I can see if you know what people think I mean it is important to get beta readers I understand you know the importance of that and so um I just want to say you know to all of you guys get over that fear you know break out and you know put your work there So, now that, you know, the beta has been done, I really feel like, you know, with all of the the comments that I received, I could go in and I could edit it and I could, you know, work through some of the little nuances of, okay, this sounded more adult, um, let's fix this. And so that's what I did. And um, I feel like by me asking for betas, that gives me an opportunity, you know, to see what others that have animals too would think. So I really want to give a shout out to uh, the people in my group because I've had quite a few um, that tried the book and even shared with their 11-year-old. And by them also sharing with children, then that gives me the insider perspective of, you know, am I hitting my target audience? And so then the question came up, like, is this for adults? Is this for, who is this for? Because this was for me. And I was like, it's for ages seven and up. But I think we all, it's for me too. Like, that's why I put end up. Because I think that um, for anyone that's going through uh, a transition of of losing a pet, uh, we all have these kind of questions. So, um yeah, even though it is for children, uh, an adult told me this is from this book is my book, <laughs> and I just took that and just wanted to hug this person because that just tells you that speaking about and honoring those that you love is it transcends age target audiences, um, and so I have a completed book. Now I went through also the back and forth with should I cartoon the book or should I keep the real images in the book? And I decided that I wanted the images to stay. They're very vibrant. They're very bold. Um, I like the way that it's done. I'm going to watch more YouTube videos today on crafting children's books because if I learn new things, 
then, you know, that's a good sign that, that I can improve what I'm doing. Um, I might go in and take my, take my text boxes out and transparent them and put the words on the page. I'm going to um, go through all my children's books upstairs that I have in my kids' closet and look at their front matter. Um, I did include a Bible verse in the front. This is a biblical book. I did have someone to email me and say, for the political correct world, could you consider making this very generic and um, removing God and, and heaven and and finding a way to transcend that? And I said, you know, this is for my Christian audience. So I just, I, I feel like I could not do that and, and keep the integrity of the book um, and it would be at a Christian author table. So those people that do approach me will understand just by seeing the cross on my table. Uh, hopefully that will give them the, uh, and the Bible verses, that that will give them the indication that, okay, this is an author who is uh, going to be, you know, having some type of religious element in their book. And the title is Dear God, Please Take Care of Rambo. So, um so that that is also something that came up about target audience and will you lose the masses and um and I have my particular audience that that I work with, so I felt really good about you know standing behind that um so I do have more work to be you know to do on the book, and I'm not ready to publish it yet, but I am going to publish it through draft to digital the print. Uh, beta is up, and I've been approved, and uh, I received my email yesterday that I have now been accepted into their print beta, so I would love to see what the, the drafted digital quality of this book could be. I've not ran it um, through a bigger um, beta market yet with my Facebook group. I have another Facebook personal group. That's my Sparrow Launch team that I have um, one person who's beta, two people that have baited it there, but I think I might have more hits there today. So I'm going to try not to jump. Um, but in all, I've had 12 betas so far on this children's book. Um, I'm not ready to take it out to beta it uh, to, uh, like, YouTube or anywhere or, or asking my Instagram family to beta. I think I'm just going to keep it to these two Facebook groups. We uh, And I put it, on my, of course, on my personal page. Um, and so what are the next steps? The next steps are to check out the other model books, make sure that I have the size that I want, because with my Canva, I can resize. Um, I did do the same size, like I was going online on Amazon and looking up children's books and looking at the dimensions. So you can do that. That is very helpful. Dimension sizes are always listed near the bottom of the product description. You get to see what authors are choosing. You do not have to go and do the measuring like I did in the library. You can do this from the comforts of your own home. So I did that. And I also want to get online and do some more YouTube study on crafting children's books, people um, seeing what Bethany Adizada did with her children's book. You know that I follow her. 
So I would like to see um, some any th- kind of tips that she might have uh, given. Because um, she has a whole playlist on children's books. So I'm going to... So I'm definitely going to listen to those today. Um, and then I'm going to put it into Draft-A-Digital and see what happens and pray that the formatting works, that it is accepted. Um, I have it in a PDF. I don't, know, don't think that Draft-A-Digital does PDF. I think they do Word. Uh, so I've got to figure out how to then move it from the PDF images, put them over into Word document, then upload it that way um so i've got to i've got to work that out and i've got to talk with the draft digital team um, i'm going to email them and have them to just review my work i love this the group of draft digital um they are amazing they're they're like the best support so i'm going to email them and ask them could they please just do a quality control check on the book because it's my first um, attempt at a children's book format, um, and they'll know what it looks like on their end as well. And um, I'm gonna make a playlist on YouTube, a Pinterest page. I've got to make the website for it to to do a launch off of my book. So I've got a lot of things. Every time I do a new book, I have a checklist, an author checklist of things I have to do. And it starts with the writing, the editing, the beta, um, and that's the stage I'm at now. So um, I do have a lot to do within the next few days while I'm also going to start Jumper, pray over my speech on Saturday, (laughs) and um, prepare for that. So I would love for you guys to pray for me for the next few days for me to embrace all of these activities um, with the strength that only the Lord can provide uh, and with the wisdom and the foresight and the knowledge to be able to take on these tasks efficiently and effectively. And, you know, that's what I pray for. I pray for not only for me to use my time wisely, you know, and not to get, like, running around with different rabbits and and chasing all of these different ideas, but for the Lord to help connect me with the right avenue. Um, I did share out my book with another author who wants to start creating children's books, and I wanted them to preview my work. Uh, They're in the children's um, world, but they have, they're published author, but they have an illustrator that they work with. I wanted them to see what I did, to see what they thought, how did it measure up, because they live in the children's literature world. Um, It's always been a dream of mine to write children's books. And if I can get this going, and I can figure this life out, if I can figure this out, it just brings a new dynamic to my platform. Um. And you might say, gosh, Jennifer, all of your books, they have a theme, don't they? Well, I was thinking yesterday, I told my husband, you know, I did Angels and Demons. I've done Angels and and Loss and Grief. Um, Maybe it's meant for me to talk about the tough things, the, the, the challenging things, because my life has been filled with a lot of challenging roadblocks, um, Like, I I have so much in me that I could write about and so many people that I can honor in my books. And that's a part of this. You know, I honored Rambo and Zoe in in this book. 
um, I honored my son and his open relationship, how much he loved it with openness and care. And just, it's like a witnessing a child and their dog. It's just a pure thing. Being able to honor that pureness um, and that brotherly love. Um, that's something that I want to continue to do in my work. So if it's children's, if it's middle grades, if it's young adults, if it's my Bible devotionals for families and for individuals, I always want to do honor to God first. So I hope that that's what this has done. Um, I did, re- you know, did receive the comment that, well, there are Christians who don't believe that animals go to heaven. And I'm like, I understand that. I, I know that there are... Um, strong opinions about that out there in the world. Um, But this is a book that came from my heart to a page, from my spirit to a page, and I can't go back. Um, And I won't take it back. And and with each book that I write, you know, I pray that I can stand behind it. I got a beta reader from my boyfriend's bag, Angels in Love series, and one of the, the strongest comments other than, you know, the I love it, I can't wait for the next book, and I love this, 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 this about it, um, was you should be very proud of this book. This is a book you can stand behind. And this person does not listen to my podcast. And those are words that, that I value um, as an author. And I've said that before. They didn't know that I said that. And that was a confirmation in my spirit. And I let them know that those words right there were things I would take with me forever because I am proud of my boyfriend's back. I do love that Angels in Love series. And uh, and, I'm, and I was given another confirmation by a teacher yesterday who read the series who said, middle grades, young adult, all the way. And even me as an adult, love it, love it, and want the next book. And so I see that, again, I have a book series that can transcend grades, ages, experiences, and maturity. And with Angels in Love series, I hit it. It's a clean, sweet romance with a paranormal twist. And I got it for the middle grades market, too. So um, I just really love to see what the Lord is doing right now. And I'm just saying, open me up, God. Let me continue to be this vessel. Continue to pour into me to where my cup is spilling over. I'm pouring into other authors. I'm helping my friends. I'm helping other people in the writing community. God, please let me be a light and just continue to pour, God, because I want to continue this work. And so I'm just very blessed right now. And even though I might not be seeing like the financial blessing, the blessings can come in so many other ways. And I'm continuing to do this work regardless of that. So um, I pray that that does come in the future. What author does not want to have this as a full-time job? <laughs> I do. I do want to tour the world. I do want to do missions. I do want to tour and help with so many um, people out there and and share my journey, share author world, share this life so they can do it too. Um, 
but that's for God's timing. It's not my own timing. If I could say, could, could I do this now? And I pull up my bank account and God dump it all in today? Yes. But everything always is a slow build for me. Um, it always has been. And so I'm continuing to pray that whatever God's deci- God's deciding to do with, with this work and with my life and with my family, um, to know that we're open, Lord, and we're ready to continue to do your work and be your hands and feet. And as far as the author work goes, we're on the hands of the Lord. We're typing for the Lord every day. And so don't think of this as just a hobby. This is your calling and your purpose. And he has gifted you with this talent to move. And you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. I made a mistake in a children's book. We're not perfect. But we have a voice and we have a story. Let us share it with the world. All right, guys. Got more to come, more stories to tell. So stay tuned to Jen Larry Writes. If you've not subscribed to the podcast, I'd love it if you did today. Um, I see that on Apple. I only have like, I have so many of you guys that listen to me, but for some reason, and not everybody is on Apple, but um, I get to see where the ratings are. Um, and I don't even know how you guys. Honestly, how I can give you the tips of how to rate the podcast, but I know that um, I'm on nine different platforms, so you're listening. Not only are you listening from all over the world, you know, I have a, um, a pretty good France following um, on, the, on the site, so this French Bulldog, guys, this book might be for you guys, even though I talk about the British accent, and I use the, the double-decker bus and the British flag, <laughs> um, I have a following of, um, of you guys in France, um, gosh, I could, I'm just amazed at, um, how much the writing um, and the Christian author world, you know, we're out there, guys. I don't want you to think we're not. I have Sweden, the Netherlands, United Kingdom. So, whoop, whoop for you guys. You'll like the book. Um, New Zealand. Um, and so, I do have my grouping of people and, of course, my United States crew. Um, you guys are listening to me, and you're thinking, gosh, this lady, she just lets it all go, and she doesn't even worry anymore about that southern accent. I surely don't. But um, thank you for your support. Um, and if you haven't subscribed, I would love it if you did. If you haven't um, supported the podcast and you're looking for ways to help me, um, supporting me financially, um with the sponsorships would be amazing. Um, I would truly, truly appreciate that. Um, because it, it goes right back into me learning the author craft. This, the, um, any type, anytime I get any kind of, um, donations or any kind of money in this world that has Jen Lowry rights attached to it, <laughs> Um, it goes right back into the writing, which then benefits everybody that listens because hopefully I'm learning things and I'm sharing them with you. Um, and then you can, you know, continue to do your work. 
for the Lord. Um, and so th- those donations are so much appreciated. I would say that um, I don't know how to do the, like on, I don't know how to tell you to go in and give me the review. Um, but I can see that I've had just five rating, four votes <laughs> on it. I've only, but they've all been five stars, which is awesome, which means somebody out there appreciates uh, what I'm doing uh, enough to rate it. But um, I would love it if you guys could find the way to do that. I see it on the Apple Podcast preview when I go. It shows that you can rate, but I don't know if it, um, because I would love to just be able to connect with more writers, um, continue to build the podcast continue to build our connections because the the stronger the stronger we are it's because we have number it's because people are contributing their ideas their resources and when they contribute to me like when they tell me about pro writing aid I'm back on here telling you guys about things and that's how we grow that's how we learn together and we have that strength in numbers so um I just want to tell you guys uh thank you So, I'll talk with you later. Bye. Now that you've found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to Amazon and find me there. My four Bible devotionals are under the name Jennifer Eichner Lowry. Just type in 30-Day Everyday Mom Challenge, Happy Renewal Year Challenge Devotional, 30-Day Teacher Challenge, or Fingerprint Curriculum K-12 Homeschool Planning. If you are a Kindle Unlimited subscriber, you'll be happy to see $0 appear by your price. Yep, all are free with Kindle Unlimited. If you'd like to purchase the journal devotionals in paperback so you can reflect away right in the book, you can get your copies for $12.99. Happy reading! So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.